Hey there. Welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. It's a Car Smart Friday, so let's not complicate matters. Put your seatbelt on. We are going for a ride. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Today, I want to help you feel more peace. I want to help you to live a life that feels less complicated. Someone recently asked what my mission is, what my purpose is in life. And I said, I know very well what my purpose is. And it's the same thing. And it is what guides me no matter what I'm doing, whether it's fitness or nutrition or business or life coaching or podcasting or parenting, you name it. My mission, my purpose is to help people live a happier, healthier, less complicated life so you can feel confident, so you can feel joy, so you can feel peace. That's what I want you to feel. So today I'm going to give you 10 quick tips that are going to help you to feel like life is more peaceful. Let's remove some of the complications that we don't need, shall we? All right. Tip number one is you've got to stop trying to control other people and outcomes that you really have no control over. When we try to control the outcome, when we try to control what other people are doing, we're not only worrying about our own details and the things that we can control and our own mindset and our own actions and behaviors. Now what we've added to that list is we take on the responsibility of others and that's not our responsibility. It's not our place. And frankly, it just makes life more complicated. And most often you're gonna be very disappointed because you can't control other people. You can't control what they think, what they do, how they behave, whether they see their own potential, whether they want to clean up their act, whether they want to step into their greatness. You, you can't control any of those things and you certainly can't control an outcome. Now you might be thinking to yourself right now, oh shoot, I don't do that, Shaleen. I mean, I worry, but I don't try to control people. Well, newsflash, if you're worried about these things, you're actually trying to control them. Worrying will have zero impact on the outcome. Even if you're worrying about the safety of someone or their well-being, you're still ultimately trying to control the outcome. You're trying to do something that, frankly, only God can do. You just got to let it be. An example of this is our daughter, Sierra. And this is just a recent thing. I was thinking about how the fact that she recently, like this week, released her ebook. And, you know, you're a regular listener of The Shalene Show, so you know the journey that she's been on. You know that she started writing that book last summer, and she finished it by the fall. She really finished it. It was done. And I would have loved for her to just, like, taken it across the finish line, right? But the very last step, which was, like, just maybe a day's worth of work, she didn't decide to do that until this week. Now, could I have hounded her? Could I have guilted her or, or, you know, brought it up or, you know, just worried about it? I could have, but what would be the point? It's not my journey. It's her journey. She's 18 years old. I think it's, you know, it's a little different when your kids are younger, but even still, I think it's important that you just let, don't try to control your kids, like guide them, but don't try to control them and don't try to control the outcome of certain things. Like you, you just can't. And all that you will do is make your life more complicated when you're trying to control other people and outcomes. Number two, you need to say no a lot more than you are saying yes. I forget whose quote it is. Someone said it. That if it's not a hell yes and it should be a hell no, 
that's kind of harsh. I feel like if it's not a hell yes, then it should be a thanks anyways, maybe later. I'm not going to lie and tell you that I'm really good at saying no. I'm really good at saying um, not right now. I love keeping my doors open, my options open. But I've learned that if I want my life to be more peaceful, I need to be doing less. Every time I say yes to something, I'm saying no to something I, I really wanted to do. Anytime I'm saying yes to something that I feel guilt and that's why I'm saying yes, or I'm worried that I might disappoint someone, or I'm thinking about what others might think of me, or if I'm looking at comparisons, anytime I say yes for those reasons, that's a wrong reason to say yes. And I've gotten really good at it. Here's an example. Recently, I reached out to a gal who is a a coach. She coaches people on their ability to speak from the stage. And I've, I've had a lot of coaching in that regard. I love speaking from the stage, and I guess that's why I want to be better at it. So I reached out to this gal. She reviewed several hours, like hours and hours worth of my content, you know, taped footage of me speaking in front of large audiences, etc. And then we got on the call, like, you know, kind of talking about a proposal and what she was going to charge and what the coaching would look like, etc. And I just started having this feeling like, Ugh, this feels complicated. But at the same time, the other side of my brain was saying, if you say not right now, or if you say no to her, that's going to be disrespectful. She's just spent all this time reviewing your content. Shalene, hello, you reached out to her. You know, you, you initiated this. That's so rude. What if she thinks you can't afford it? What if she thinks that you don't have thick enough skin and you don't want to be coached? Like all these. And I was thinking like, I'm about to say yes, because I'm worried about what she thinks of me. And that's the wrong reason to say yes. So I, I said, this sounds great. I just don't think it's right now. Because I could just sense, I could feel that it was going to be a little bit more complicated than what I had originally anticipated. And Brett and I are really looking forward to spending the next two months, not on vacation, but kind of on vacation mode. Like I'm still doing podcasts and stuff, but no big projects. Like we're just really chilling. We're going to be doing some European travel and we're just a lot of travel and a lot of just like fun, cool stuff because we want to, because that's what life's about. We're trying to uncomplicate things and we want to enjoy the life that we've built. So you've got to learn to say, if not, no, you need to learn to say, not right now. That sounds great. Thank you so much for thinking of me, but not right now. Whenever you say yes to something, you're taking on their problems. You're taking on new deadlines. You're taking on, you know, new, new space that gets eaten up in your brain. So it's okay to say not right now. In fact, you know what? It's also okay to say, I know I said yes to this, but I've rethought it. You guys, really, what do you want more? Do you want a more complicated life? Or do you want to impress people who are not going to be at your bedside and not probably even going to be in your life six months from now? Number three, listen to your intuition when something doesn't feel quite right. Listen to your intuition when there's a little voice that says, this might make things very complicated. For example, you're thinking you maybe you've just lost a pet and you're considering getting another puppy. But you've also just had a baby. It sounds great, it looks wonderful in photos, but don't forget that little voice in your head that's saying, you know, is this gonna really complicate matters? You know, or, or maybe it's quitting your job or starting another business. 
or moving in a roommate or making a major life shift. Now, listen to me clearly. I'm not talking about ignoring fear. I think it's courage to feel fear and take action anyways. What I'm encouraging you to do is to give volume to that little voice in your head that says, this is a bad idea. Now, don't worry about whether it's failure. I'm not worried about, like, don't not do something because you're afraid of failing or you're afraid of people judging you. Do it. Friggin' do it. But if the little voice in your head says, this is going to make my life much more complicated, listen to that little voice. Number four, focus on one thing at a time. The periods of time in our marriage and in our business where things have gotten messy, dangerously messy, where we have not enjoyed our lives or our marriage or our relationships is when we've been trying to do too many things at once. Whenever someone interviews me on a podcast and they like, you know, read my little bio in the beginning, I'm like, whew, I always start by saying, I just want to say for the record that I've done all those things, but I've done them over the course of the last 25 years, not all at once, because I don't want to trigger people into feeling like they should be doing more. I think what we need to do is you need to focus in on what you should be doing right now in this season. Don't feel like you need to do a million things. The more complicated your attention, the more divided your attention, the less likely you are to perform well and to actually enjoy it. So if you want to uncomplicate your life, focus on one thing at a time and do it all the way. Finish it. Friggin' finish it. Nothing feels worse than having 10 undone, halfway done, not done so well projects or even five or even three. Like mediocrity, oh, I say that wrong. Mediocrity, I forget. People always send me messages too. You said that wrong. Fine, sue me. The podcast is free. I'll give you a free refund. Whatever. Either way, you know what I'm saying? Like feeling like you're just okay, that doesn't feel so good. Number five, use a daily plan. When you're feeling overwhelmed, when you have a lot to do, even when you don't, use a daily plan. I swear if I'm going to pat myself on the back, myself and my husband, if we're going to pat ourselves on the back in terms of our parenting skills, I will say that the one thing I am so proud that we instilled in our children is to use a daily freaking plan. That's why they're so awesome. You know, listen, if they ever hear this, they know it's true. They're not like genius level kids. They're normal kids. But you know what's not normal about them is they use a day planner, both of them, every day. And yes, it's the reason why I created the Smart Life Push Journal. And yes, I think that the Push Journal is the absolute best, easiest, most uncomplicated way for you to have a daily plan and you should get a set. Like seriously, you'll have the most rockin' 90 days of your life. But more importantly, I want you to get in the habit of doing this. Now you can find a link to it below the show or you can just go to pushjournal.com. But frankly, as I've said many times, I don't care if you use my journal, but you need to use something that's not complicated because a lot of these journals are like crazy complicated. It's like, oh gosh, now I got to go through, I got to do like a daily gratitude journal and I got to list all of my feelings for the day and I've got to list um, all of the anniversaries and I got like, it's just, it's just too much. You know, just let's just quick and easy, simple. Let's go. 
that's what the push journal is. And but you just you need a little plan every day if you want your life to feel less complicated because nothing is feels more overwhelming and is more complicated than trying to keep track of everything you're supposed to do in your head. Good luck with that. Number six, cut back on the number of people that you're allowing to have influence over your brain. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean a whole bunch of different things. So the people who are taking energy right now in your brain, the more people you have taking energy in your brain, the more complicated your life is going to feel. Whether it's for positive reasons or negative reasons or just the more people you have to keep track of and the more people are occupying space in your head, the more complicated your life is, right? So what can you do to eliminate some of that? Because some of that you are doing by choice and you, you don't have to. Maybe it's unfollowing certain people because you see their stuff and then it just kind of keeps, cre- like all day long you keep thinking about like, oh man, that girl's, she looks so good. She's lost so much weight and it just keeps creeping up in your head or like, gosh, their house is so beautiful. Why is it my house so beautiful and keeps creeping up in your head or like you see what they're doing with their career and it was a career that you once had and now you're feeling FOMO. It just keeps popping up in your head. Well, unfollow them because you're giving that person, you're giving them space. You're allowing them to occupy emotion and energy. It's one of the reasons why Brett and I stopped doing intimate mentorship. So for a period of time, we mentored couples in business. We only took on couples. One of them had to be an entrepreneur and we had a group of, I think like 30 of them or something, couples. And they were awesome and we loved them. But what I found is I was always thinking about these couples. I was thinking about their businesses. I was thinking about what they were doing and what they should be doing and what they could be doing and how we could better serve them. And I couldn't turn it off. I could not turn it off. So we had to make a decision. And even though that was a, that was a seven-figure business, that was big money. And we had to make a decision not to do it because I said, you know, I feel like it's taking away energy that I would like to have for our family and for our relationship. And I'm thinking about these people 24-7 and that's making my life feel complicated. And Brett agreed. And he was a little better at turning it off than I am. But he also felt like, yeah, it's complicating our relationship because I can tell you're thinking about these people all the time. So... That's why we don't do, you know, maybe someday that'll change. I would have to learn how to shut my brain off because I just worry about people. So who are you allowing to influence your brain? Like, is it someone maybe that you, you are always taking care of their problems and bailing them out and, and what it's doing for you is it's allowing you to step in and be the hero. And you're thinking to yourself, this person's always taking, taking, taking. But what you need to recognize is that it's a two-way street and you are getting something from it too. So you might have to take personal responsibility there and say, you know what? I don't know that this is healthy. And you might have to decide to reevaluate that relationship and take ownership. Your part. By the way, I interrupt this CarSmart edition to give you a public service announcement. Some people might call this an ad. I'm going to call it a public service announcement. It is Fabletics. Now, the reason why I got on Fabletics is because of y'all. So I asked you guys what you thought of them because I kept seeing them on Pinterest. And I was like, yeah, that price seems so low. Are they cheap? Are they any good? Do you know what I mean? And I asked my social media following and you guys on Instagram were like, oh, Chalene, you're going to die. They're so good. So I ordered them and I got a you know bunch of pairs and I was blown away. And then I said to Brett, let's see if we can't 
you know, hook everybody else up who listens to the podcast and spread the love. So that's what we've done. I'm happy to announce that Fabletics is a sponsor of the show. Love them. And I'm wearing a pair right freaking now. I'm telling you. And in fact, when I was at the gym, a gal walked in. I'm like, are those Fabletics? And she's like, oh, yes. And it's funny how people are like, you almost say it. I don't know why. I guess because most everyone has the same impression because we've seen them in, advertised on Pinterest, etc. And we just wondered, are they any good? Because the discounts are so deep that you just wonder, like, how could a pair of yoga pants that are half the price of what you're going to pay at, you know, the places, how can it be as good? Well, they're, they're not. They're better than. Anyways, you got to check them out. Here's the deal. Two pairs for $24 when you are a new user, a new customer. So you just go to fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen, fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen to grab your two pairs for $24. And I'm telling you, the discounts are huge. You definitely want to become a VIP member. You're going to love all of their Fablex. My favorite are the, the, I think they're called Power Holds. Yeah. I think that's what they're called. But I love their high-waisted ones. I like the ones with the pockets on the side. I think they're called Solar. Solar. But it's ridiculous how many pairs I've ordered. And I've donated all of my other leggings from the expensive places. Because I just think these fit better. And they're nicer quality. And they're softer. And they're like like major compression. You won't have that issue with bending over or like seeing dimples and imperfections. I mean, not that you have any imperfections. But you know what I'm saying. You're going to love them. They're really that good. I swear. So go to fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen and let me know what you think. All right. Back to uncomplicating things. Number seven, you have to stop worrying about what other people think. And if you're disappointing them, because a lot of times we just keep doing things because, oh gosh, I just don't want to disappoint this person or I better keep doing this because I don't want to look a certain way to certain people. So let me share with you an example. I produce right now five podcasts per week. What? What? I know that's insane. Now, most people who even do a podcast two or three times a week, it's their full-time gig. That's all they do. Full-time. I'm not even joking. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just saying, like, it's a freaking ton of work. And especially some of the episodes that I do that involve a lot of research or a lot of detail and storytelling, like the, you know, the one we did with the Finding Your Bio Parents. And by the way, we will do follow-up episodes on that coming soon. But if I was, like, totally allowed what people thought of me to control my life, that would really make things complicated. And I would have already put out the follow-up episodes, which there's probably like four more that need to come along with that finding a bio parent. But if I tried to do that, I wouldn't like the average person doesn't realize how much work goes into each one of those podcasts and that I'm run several businesses in addition to that. So I have to be okay with the fact that it might have people disappointed and they're waiting for another episode, but that's okay. Right. And again, we do five episodes of podcasts a week, two on build your tribe, three on the Shaleen show. But as I've mentioned for the next two months, Brett and I are interested in doing, we're doing a bunch of travel. We're going to be doing some vacationing in Europe and, and around the United States. And we're really excited about that. And I just need you to know that I might not do three episodes a week. I'm going to try, but I'm also going to be okay with the fact if I can only give you one or two and I also will be all right if you're not all right with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I think 
too often people are like, but people are expecting this. Well, so what? You know, I mean, I don't want you to lose your job, but you also have to realize you're human and you have to honor that. And you have to ask yourself, what is my goal? I base all decisions on the word peace. If I do this, will I have peace? If I do this, will my life be more complicated? And if the answer is it'll be more complicated or more stressful or I'll feel unrest, then the answer is no. Or maybe the answer is not right now. It's okay to disappoint people, especially strangers. You know what I mean? And and especially people who it's like, they're not the important people in your life. And I think that's a pretty small group. You know who I'm talking about. You know who the important people are in your life. I don't want you to disappoint those people. But there's a lot of people who we we worry about disappointing them. And frankly, they don't care that much about us. You know what I'm saying? All right. Number eight. Let go of your need to be right. You can't have peace if you are in turmoil with important people. And we're often turmoil because we want to force our beliefs on others. We want them to come to their senses and realize that we are right and they are wrong. But that rarely, if ever, happens. I listened to a wonderful podcast with James Altucher. I'm going to see if I can't find it. But I love his mentality. He's like, you know what? I never get in an argument with people because I'm never going to win. You're never going to change ever. You're never going to change someone's mind. I thought, wow, now that's interesting. I can't even remember how many years ago I heard that podcaster him say that and it really did change my perspective because until that point I've been one of those people who are like you know yeah don't get an argument with me because I'm, I'm gonna win I'm gonna win this argument but at what cost as he says you know even if you do win an argument at what cost because if you do walk away feeling like you won the other person is also they're not gonna like you and because you don't the only way you can win is if you force someone into submission and how good does that feel So instead of just trying to be right about everything, just chill, just let go. Just be right in your mind. How about that? You don't have to be right 100% of the time. You don't have to be right at all. Now I know I joke around about this a lot, like in social media stuff. I mean, I I do like to be a know-it-all. I do like to be right, but not like in a serious way. I will never get into a debate about politics or religion or diet or any of those things because I know what's right for me and I don't need to force my views on anyone else. I don't, I don't need to prove it to anyone. And so listening to that James Altucher message, it really did have a profound effect on the way that I think about my position, especially when it isn't in alignment with someone else's. I'm like, no, that's okay. I, I don't need to be right. And it's giving me a lot of peace. Number nine, take less input. If you have a lot of people in your ear telling you what you're supposed to be doing, and you know, that can also include podcasts, by the way. All right, so if you're taking in too much information, if you're always being stimulated by a YouTube videos and podcasts and you're in online groups and online forums and you're in coaching groups and masterminds and you've got people in your life who are know-it-alls and you've hired a mentor and you have, you know, an older sister like Shaleen who likes to tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have too many people giving you input, take 
a moment to recognize that you've, you've allowed that to happen and just close off some of those channels. That's all. I think input is important. I do. I'm thankful that people give me their input, but I'm also careful to choose whose input I allow into my life. And I have friends who are are that really smart and opinionated and I have a couple that at times <laughs> they're going to know who they are when they hear this at times when they're giving me so much input on things that I should do and could do and people that I could meet I just have to say okay girl 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 slow your roll that's too much it's too much for me right now it's complicating things and you know hopefully you've got the type of friendships that they can respect that. I certainly am happy that I do. All right, number 10. This is my last one. Is be grateful. Gosh, nothing will help you to feel more peace and more calm than taking a moment to take inventory of everything you have already. Our lives get busy. Our lives get complicated because we think we need more. We think that we're supposed to be doing more. We think that we're supposed to be pleasing more people and doing more things and accomplishing more and being more to more people. But when you sit and take inventory of all that you already have, the many blessings that you have around you, you suddenly realize you don't need more and life gets less complicated. You have everything you need with the exception of maybe some more Fabletics. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Hey, listen, love spending this time with you in the car. I appreciate so much when you guys take a screenshot of the episode and you tell your followers what you loved about it and then share it and tag me. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing the show with your friends, hitting that share button, sending the podcast. The, you know, when, when you do that, your friends, they trust you and they end up subscribing. And I appreciate you for that. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.